You're listening to the Bible Speaks to You podcast. I'm James Early. This is the place to explore and rediscover the original Christianity of Jesus. Each week we take a fresh look at the Bible and dig down beneath the surface of things to get at the deep spiritual meaning and how to apply it in our daily lives. My goal is to help you learn to pray more effectively, to experience God's healing presence in your life, and to get a taste of what Jesus meant when he promised us that the kingdom of heaven is at hand. So, let's jump right in. Hey there, and welcome again to the Bible Speaks to You podcast. This is episode number 45. Today's topic, never take anything for granted, big or small. A couple of weeks ago, Tropical Storm Isaiah's moved up the eastern coast in the United States. And by the time it got to Connecticut, it was still quite a powerful storm. The wind was ferocious. The tree branches were blowing every possible direction. And about 2.30 on Tuesday afternoon, we lost electricity. In fact, we were without power for about a week. There was extensive damage. A lot of trees down. A lot of telephone wires and electrical wires were broken trees blocking the road. It was a pretty serious situation. When these kinds of things happen, all of a sudden we're not able to do the things that we're used to doing on a daily basis and we don't even think about. We have taken for granted the ability to get in a car and drive somewhere without any interference from trees blocking the road or electrical wires down that's a hazard to drive over. We've taken for granted that when you turn on the light switch, the electric lights will come on, or that you can sit at your computer and get the internet and communicate with friends and family. When the power goes out, and you never know when it's going to come back on, if it's going to be two hours, or if it's going to be a week or 10 days, and the electrical company doesn't give you any promise, they can't, because in Connecticut alone, in this case, there were over 800,000 families and businesses without power. They couldn't restore them all in one or two days. It took that long just to assess the situation, to know where to start and what was worse. So being without electricity for about a week, not being able to turn on the lights, worrying about the food in my freezer, whether it was going to go bad or not, we were just grateful to be alive, that our house wasn't hurt. There were no trees that fell on our property. So there was a lot to be grateful for. So now it's about a week or so later, power has been back on for a week, and life is pretty much back to normal, as much as it can be under the pandemic situation we're still in. And I realized how often we take things for granted, just the simple little things in life like flipping the switch when you walk in a room and the light comes on, or opening the refrigerator and it working and keeping your food cold. And there were a lot of other inconveniences, nothing totally devastating. People are resilient. We got through it. But all these things in life that we take for granted, it helped me realize that we really can't afford to take these things for granted. Now, these were just little things in comparison to some of the bigger questions of life. And compared to what some people are dealing with in other parts of the world, this is really not that big of a deal. 
all the little things in life, as well as the big things, are important. In fact, my wife and I have been, for quite some time now, every night before we go to bed, we share at least three things we're grateful for. And sometimes they're silly little things. Sometimes they're bigger things. But we're just trying to express gratitude for the things that happen during the day. And usually it's a lot more than three things that we have on our gratitude list each night. I started asking myself, I wonder what the Bible says about taking things for granted. And I couldn't find that phrase anywhere until I looked in the Message Bible. And I want to just read you this verse. It's from Hebrews 13, verse 16. First, I'll read it from the English Standard Version. Do not neglect to do good and to share what you have, for such sacrifices are pleasing to God. Here's what the Message Bible says. Make sure you don't take things for granted and go slack in working for the common good. Share what you have with others. God takes particular pleasure in acts of worship, a different kind of sacrifice that take place in kitchen and workplace and on the streets. I love that. The Message Bible, if you're not familiar with it, really puts it into the everyday language and sort of adds some ideas to help us get a feel of the spirit of what the original texts were saying. So it says, make sure you don't take things for granted and go slack in working for the common good. That can be big things and it can be tiny little things as well. And the more I thought about it, I realized the Bible has lots of things to say about not taking things for granted, even if it's not in that language. Here's this passage from 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 16 through 21. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Do not quench the spirit, do not despise prophecies, but test everything, hold fast what is good. Well, you might say, James, what does that have to do with not taking things for granted? Well, think about what we're being asked to do there. Rejoice always. If you're always rejoicing, you're not taking things for granted. If you're praying without ceasing, you're not just assuming God's going to give you what you need. You're praying. You're in communion with Him. You're asking Him. You're petitioning Him. You're glorifying Him. You're worshiping Him. You're listening to Him. That's not taking things for granted. Give thanks in all circumstances, big or small, positive or what we think might be negative. Even in a terrible situation, there's something to be grateful for. And that's not taking things for granted. When we can be grateful for the tiniest little details in our life, this glorifies God. This helps us remember what's important in our lives. Do not quench the Spirit. Do not despise prophecies, but test everything, hold fast what is good. That means you're being alert. You're aware of how God is working in your life, and you're not taking any of it for granted. And we test everything. We hold everything up to the litmus test of, is this from God? Is this God's will for me? Or is this something trying to distract me from what God wants me to do? When you have that kind of mindset, you are going to pay attention to the details and you're not going to take things for granted. Jesus wanted us to live our faith. He didn't just want us to say that we believed in him. 
He wanted us to follow his example and do the things that he did in helping people and ministering to people, in preaching the gospel and in healing people. He expected us to do those things, not just say we believe in him. And he points this out several places. In Matthew 7.21, he has pretty strong language when he says, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter into the kingdom of heaven, but the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. So it's not enough just to call Jesus your Lord and Savior. He expects us to do the will of our Father in heaven. And there's that other well-known passage in Matthew chapter 25, starting with verse 31, where Jesus is telling a parable of sorts about separating the sheep from the goats. And he says to the goats, I was hungry and you gave me no food. I was thirsty and you gave me no drink. I was a stranger and you did not welcome me in. Naked and you did not clothe me. Sick and in prison and you did not visit me. And the goats, the people that are on the left side of the throne, say, Well, Lord, we never saw you hungry or thirsty. We never saw you a stranger. We never saw you naked or sick or in prison. If we had, we would have ministered to you, but we never saw you in those situations. Then verse 45 says, Then he will answer them, saying, Truly I say to you, as you did not do it to one of the least of these, you did not do it to me. Here is another example of Jesus expecting us to put our faith into practice. We need to treat everyone as if they're Jesus. Boy, that's hard to do, isn't it? So here's the question. How do we put our faith into practice? I guess there are lots of answers. It says in the book of James, faith without works is dead. That pretty much says it all. We might paraphrase that to say, Taking your faith and the practice of your faith for granted means your faith is dead. What good is it if it's just a bunch of words? Jesus did expect us to put our faith into practice. He didn't want us to take the things he said, the things he wanted us to do. He didn't want us to take those for granted. He wanted them to be of immense value to us. And I think that's the key to not taking something for granted. The opposite of taking something for granted is to value it. So the real issue here is, what do you value in your life? After this experience with the tropical storm and not having electricity for a week, I've gone through this process before, and it's a very good reminder all over again to not take things for granted. I've started asking myself, and I invite you to join with me in this, What do we value? What is important to us in life? Sometimes we get so focused on the big things, the important, monumental things that we're doing or thinking or want to learn about, we forget about the little things. But we need to value those too. Sometimes we're so caught up in the details, we don't take care of the big things. We're not doing any big things. We're just so preoccupied with the little things. There needs to be a balance. We need to be grateful for and value everything in our lives. The book of James has one of my favorite verses in the Bible. This is James 1, verse 17. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow due to change. 
Whatever may happen, there is no variation with God. Every good thing that comes to us, big or small, comes from God. When we are grateful for it and use those gifts that God gives us and share those gifts with others, we are valuing them. When you give gratitude to God, it means you value what he's done for you, what he's given you. We all need this reminder from time to time because life gets busy, we get preoccupied, or we feel put upon with all the demands of our days. I've heard from some friends lately who are really stressing out over this pandemic situation. Maybe part of that remedy is to be grateful for all the little evidences of good in your life, whatever it is, even a pencil sharpener for crying out loud. Be grateful for any little thing that is a blessing in your life, anything that God teaches you, any lesson you learn, anytime God corrects you or rebukes you, whether it's big or small, be grateful, give thanks, and don't take that for granted. Sometimes we take other people for granted, our relationships, and we think, oh, I'll always have time to go and talk to them. And that's not always true. Situations change. People move away. People pass on. You may not always have the opportunity to reach out to someone like you think you might. Don't take anyone for granted. And especially, don't take yourself for granted. Don't take for granted the contribution that you can make to your family, to your job, to your church, to your community, even to the world. Some people make a big difference in the world. Some people just make a difference in their neighborhood. It doesn't really matter. You have to be where God has put you and do what God has called you to do. But don't take it for granted. If you're just taking care of your kids and you don't have some big life goal to change the world, that's fine. I know when I was a stay-at-home dad for 10 years, It was all I could do pretty much to keep track of everything the kids were supposed to do and keep them fed, keep the laundry washed. Didn't always get the house as clean as I wanted to, but I was so focused on that. I knew I had a greater calling somewhere down inside of me, but I was focused on what I was doing at the time. Sometimes I probably took it for granted and thought, oh, I'm not accomplishing that much, but I'm looking back now and I'm thinking, wow, I did a lot. I made some mistakes. Every parent does, but I did a lot of good, and I am grateful to God for every experience I had as a stay-at-home dad, because it was a valuable time for my children and for my family, and I'm not going to take what I had to give for granted anymore. Look at your own life. Look at the talents and the gifts and the abilities that God has given you. Don't take those for granted. You may not be using them to their fullest potential right at this moment, but you're on a stepping stone to get there. Don't take them for granted. Don't dismiss them as valueless or of little value because this is how God has made you. These these are things God has given you, these abilities. Please don't take yourself for granted. Jesus said something earth-shatteringly important in the Sermon on the Mount. He said lots of incredible things in the Sermon on the Mount, but I think one of the most important pieces of advice that he gave us was, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. God will take care of all those other things, what you need to eat and drink, the things you need to do and your daily needs. And Jesus was telling us to put first things first, to seek the kingdom of God and God's righteousness. 
before anything else. Make that our top priority. Do not take your relationship with God and God's nature as righteous and holy and pure and loving and all the other things God is. Don't take that for granted, but seek it out. Be hungry and thirsty for God and his righteousness. Sometimes we go about our daily life and we say our prayers in words, but our heart isn't in them. 1 John 3.18 has something to say about that approach to life. John says, Little children, let us not love in word or talk, but in deed and in truth. It's not enough just to talk about what we love or what we believe. John is saying we have to show it in the way we act, to be authentic. That's what Jesus was talking about in those verses already quoted about doing the will of God and ministering to people in need. I would like to extend a very earnest invitation to you to join with me in not taking anything for granted, to value everything in your life, everything down to your shoelaces. What would you do without shoelaces? Maybe you have slip-on shoes. Then don't take your slip-on shoes for granted. Whatever it is, there are so many things we need to be grateful for. I did a blog post one time And I just wrote down a hundred things that I was grateful for. And that was just the tip of the iceberg. I'll put that in the show notes, actually, if you want to go back and read that blog post. And if you want to, make a list. Start a list of things you're grateful for that you're not going to take for granted. You could easily get to a hundred in a few minutes, I think. And sometimes they're little things, like say, like the shoelaces or the pencil sharpener or, or simple little things. But pretty soon, you'll start being grateful for your favorite Bible verse or the way God communicated with you when you were praying the other day. There are so many things to be grateful for, big and small. So please accept my invitation to value every single thing in your life, every person, every place, every situation, every idea that you get from God. Every gift from God, whether it's something he's given you personally or given you something to share with others, whatever it may be, your sense of purpose, just your very nature, God made you loving and kind or intelligent. There's a whole host of ways that God has created you. Don't take any of those for granted. He has created you to do wonderful, beautiful things whether it's for one person or for a hundred people or for a million people, doesn't matter. Just use the talents and the gifts that God has given you and never take them for granted, however big or small or important or insignificant you may feel they are. If you'd like to share some of the things that you're not taking for granted anymore, I would love to hear how you are valuing what God has given you. That's today's message. Never take anything for granted, whether it's big or small. God has given us so many blessings and so many talents and abilities, and they are all so important. That's it for today. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you being here, and I hope you'll share this with a friend. If this is your first time to the Bible Speaks to You podcast, I would encourage you to subscribe. The best place to do that is on my website. Go to thebiblespeakstoyou.com forward slash podcast. 
Down in the sidebar, you'll see a little blue box. Put your name and email in there and send it off. You'll get a confirmation email to prove that you're not a robot, and I'll put you on my email notification list. That way you won't miss any episodes. You can also subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you like to listen to podcasts. There's so many new ones, there's no way to list them all. And I'd love to hear your feedback. If you have a comment or question, please reach out to me. The best way to do that is, again, on my website, thebiblespeakstoyou.com. Up in the top menu, there's a little tab that says Contact. Just click on that, fill out the form, and I will get back to you. I'd love to hear from you if there's any way I can be of help or if you have any feedback for me. You can also leave a comment at the bottom of each podcast episode on the show notes page. And if you'd like to see all the Bible quotations that were in today's episode, those will be on the show notes page for today's episode, which is thebiblespeakstoyou.com forward slash 045. So that's pretty much it. I really appreciate you being here and listening each week. I'm James Early with the Bible Speaks to You podcast. Have a great week. See you next time. God bless. Music